Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Wink, here to help you live a life that's less stressed, more energetic, and lived from the heart. So today, I'm going to be asking you perhaps a provocative question. Is God getting in your way? What, what do I mean by that? We're talking about is, is the Almighty, the All-Powerful, the All-Knowing actually getting in your way, like looking out and stomping and maybe even literally wanting to hit you with thunderbolts or uh, lightning bolts? Is it the thunder or is it the lightning? What, what's going to cause the damage? Maybe it depends. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually the word God, the three-letter G-O-D. Is that word in and of itself getting in your way from getting whatever message maybe you need at a certain time in your life? And I ask this because I was listening to one of my mentors, Jim Fortin, talking to uh, uh, someone on a coaching call, and she said she was having a real hard time reading the complete works of Florence Scovel Shin, um, which is a phenomenal book. If you're like, oh man, I just wish money was easier. I wish things came my way a lot uh, with a lot less uh, challenge and a lot more ease. Like uh, the phenomenal audio book uh, through uh, Audible, or you can get the book. It's the complete works of Florence Scovel Shin. The thing is that um, this was written in like the 20s, the 1920s, and I've, I've listened to this audiobook probably two, two or three times now, and when I'm able to take on the beliefs and the teachings of this, my life gets a lot more easy and things just kind of like come into my life. It's really, really cool. The thing is that since it was written in the 1920s, um, anything used to describe something sort of like, you know, outside of ourselves uh, the word God is often referred to. And there's often many, many stories that refer to uh, the Christian Bible. And what's interesting, though, is that um, even if you're familiar with the Christian Bible or not, or you have preconceived notions, the way these stories are described, it's used in a very metaphorical, allegorical way, and it can be a completely different understanding. And it's a, the story becomes a tool for a lesson of how to view and how to live life. And it's not just like a, you are bad, this is good, you are wrong, this is right. And all the while, there's references to God. In the beginning of the book, it goes on to mention that, yeah, this was written in like the 1920s, and so there's going to be some gendered language, and then the use of the word God. And we encourage the reader to utilize whatever word they're most comfortable with. And this, the, the woman was you know, saying, like, I'm still having a really hard time. And I could totally relate because like, I've had that struggle in my life as well. And some of you are like, well, hey, Justin, like, you know, I'm, I'm Christian or I'm Jewish or, you know, or, or whatever. I was brought up and the word God is no big deal to me. Like, I, I feel really comfortable. And I'm going to challenge you on that. Do you feel comfortable when that word is used all the time? Or are there usages of that word that uh, can cause an emotional response that then might make it harder for you to hear any messages surrounding the usage of that word. Let me give you an example um, to highlight this, where I know that it's not just that the word of God is used. It has to be used in a certain way. One example of this is I remember watching some show uh, in this uh, sitcom show. Uh, I can't even remember what it was, but, you know, it was probably like the 90s or the 2000s. And, uh you know, one character was saying saying to another, it was a bit adult in nature, but it was still a network show, so there's still standards and practices. And, you know, this is about the time where they're starting to, like, push the edge and things like that. You know, like, South Park had been 
been on on you know Comedy Central cable and they've been pushing pushing the edges, but they still would bleep out you know the the shit and the fuck and the motherfuckers and stuff like that. Oh yeah, this is an explicit show, so uh, <laughs> I can say whatever I want here. Um, you know there are consequences to what I say. Like if you don't like it, you will probably not listen, and that's okay. We forget free speech means you're free from government um, incarceration because of the speech. It doesn't mean that you're free from any consequences of what you say. So going back to this show, you know, um, one character says, says the other character something like, oh, um, that bitch is an odd damn mess. You know, and it comes up again like, oh, these odd damn mother... Or, and you're probably going like, what did the audio just go out? What's going on there? Um, no, because what they would do was they would be able to say words like, you know, um, like bitch or ass. Um, but um, one of the terms used was goddamn or goddamn it. And in those instances, they would bleep out the OD of God. So you would hear, or no, if it's the geo, they'd bleep out part of the word God. And so you just hear like the amit or the am, damn something like that. Because my guess is that there's a group of people that found that use in that context of the word God to be offensive and that they would not tolerate it and they wouldn't be able to enjoy the other parts of the show. And, you know, some of you might be going like, well, that's ridiculous. Yet, how ridiculous is it that if you're reading a book and it says that, you know, um, one of the ways to the path of God is practicing compassion for yourself of others and you go, well, this is a bunch of bullshit. But you could have just easily, like, um, you know, the the path to universal well-being, if it had been said that way, you would have been all on board. So these are ways that, you know, whether we're comfortable with the word or we're uncomfortable with the word, it can always sort of result in, because of our emotional attachment with this preference, it can be an impediment to getting the message we need. And what I want to ask you is, you know, say there's something you need to learn in life. Do you want to learn it right now and get you know, get over it and get on with your life and learn the next lesson? Or do you want to stay stuck just because somebody's not using a word or a phrase the way you like it to be used? And so you're what, you're just going to wait around for one, five, 20, you know, till, till you die to, to hear the message in a way that you like to. So one of the things that I like to touch on in this episode or and in the show is ways we communicate with others, but also ways we communicate with ourselves. When we communicate with other people, it's really important. It's it's on us to, you know, sort of be, hey, how did what I said to that person land? You know, I, I had the intent of complimenting. Um, did they actually take that as a compliment or do they feel hurt? And then it's up to me to sort of modulate, readjust, you know, if I want to be a really skilled, amazing communicator with people. The next level is how do I communicate with myself? And instead of, uh, you know, just going to be a passive blah, 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 whatever, you know, make it yummy, tasty for me, um, you know, to be sort of like a real true adult communicator means that I'm going to look for the best um, intention. So maybe I don't even know what somebody intended, but I will infer the best intent. That means because honestly, we don't we don't ever know what somebody what's going on under the hood of somebody else. Shit, we sometimes barely know what's going on within ourselves, right? So, w- one exercise that I've I've found really helpful in this, and it's one of those things that like um, 
you know, uh, I always wish I would practice it more often, but when I realize that I could practice more often, I do practice it more often, more often, and you can practice it more often too. It's called three columns. So what this is, is initially you're going to want to literally get a piece of paper. Um, you know, you might remember this from school and there's something called a pen or a pencil, a writing implement. You're going to want to get these things and you're going to want to, you know, make three columns and one column you're going to call negative one column will be neutral, and one column will be positive. And whenever something happens, say, I always like to start with simple things, like, you know, someone cuts you off in traffic. Usually we're really good at that negative column, like, person's an asshole, right? Person's rude. This person doesn't like me, so they cut me off, right? Easy. That one's easy. Next, neutral. Something, something neutral, like, that person... Uh, just didn't notice, just didn't notice me. And uh, well, as soon as they did, they were on their way. Kind of neutral, you know, nothing good, nothing bad. The other one is that person was having uh, an emergency and a crisis, and they just had to get to the hospital because, you know, they're, they're, a baby was being born and they saw me and it broke their heart. Oh, they were just so frustrated that they had to get in front of me and they, they did their best to, to wave, but they were also wanting to make sure they got there safely so they couldn't get their hand from the wheel to do that polite little little wave thing that says, I'm sorry that I cut you off. And then they were gone because, ah, oh, they didn't want to miss the birth of their firstborn child. You know, positive, you know, so we don't really ever know what somebody's intending when they're communicating with us. So why don't we pick the most positive thing? And so this goes with, you know, either hearing talks or reading literature. You know, when somebody is using the word God, you know, they might not have the same meaning of that term God that maybe you might have a negative feeling about, right? Like you might have grown up where uh, people that use that term ended up treating people really, really awfully, like, you know, doing harmful things and being greedy and uh, all sorts of things. Whereas the person who wrote this book, um, might not might not live that way at all, and they might associate the word God with you know being being giving, being compassionate, uh, love, understanding, humility. And so, what if we were to just assume those things and try to listen to the the message that's trying to go, and not let that word be a block? So, how how do, how do we do this, right? Because um, if you've done any 12-step work or familiar with it, or even if you're not, one of the things that is part of the 12 steps is to sort of um, realize that there is a power greater than yourself. And so when I would do 12-step work, uh, mostly through Al-Anon, um, which is really, really great if you, um, you know, are a family or friend of anyone, you know, undergoing alcoholic or other addictive type um, behaviors, uh, Al-Anon is a great free, um, you know, to take a couple of dollars here in their support group. And I'm sure that uh, what's probably even greater, some things are blessing with the COVID things. Like, I bet you can just find online meetings like super easy now. You don't have to leave your house and go to some weird place. Um, and, you know, so they tell you like, hey, you know, whatever the power greater than yourself is, like, just use that. You know, if it's God, great. If uh, it's a rock, fantastic. If it's the ocean, whatever. Um so, but really, this is something where you can train your mind. You can, you know, it's going to probably take some conscious effort at first. And again, you might need to get that piece of paper and you might need to like literally write out a sentence that says, you know, because um, one of the 
in 12-step work, one of the favorite uh, sayings they like to do before and after meetings is the serenity prayer, which is, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And so if you just left off that first word, there's a lot of, lot of good, good, solid things there. Like, you know, grant me the courage to change, uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Like, okay, it'd be great to accept the things I can't change, but there are things we cannot change, right? Be great if you could just accept that. Then um, have the courage to change the things I can. That's awesome, right? Like, there's clearly things in my life that I could change, but maybe there it's a little scary, or I'd rather not. Hey, it would be great if I had the courage to do that. And maybe, yeah, sometimes I'm not exactly clear which is which. It'd be great if I could have that wisdom. Like, those are all things that, like, probably really easy to agree on, but it's preambled, preended. It starts with the word God, right? But so if you just, and when I first started hearing this, I'd be like, blah, 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 this is crazy stuff. And I couldn't hear the rest of all that good stuff there until I was able to, you know, replace God with something that I could like wrap my, my mind around. And maybe it's even just, you know, uh, like that sensor in that sitcom I was talking about, maybe all you can do to start out with, because, you know, you consider yourself a, a full-on atheist, is you just bleep it. And so it's like, blank, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Um, you know, so that's one possibility. The other possibility is, you know, a little mental substitution. And this is something that we actually do all the time and might not even notice it. Uh, you probably notice it more with other people when you say something and they seem to take in a completely other message and then hilarity ensues if it's a sitcom or an argument ensues if it's a drama um, and could go either way in your real life because our entire lives are a mix of comedy and a mix of drama. It's all on how we want to see it, right? So, you know, some other alternatives to the word, to the word God, you know, you can you could use Allah if that works for you. Uh, you could use... Um, Jehovah, you could use source, you could use divine, divine love, um, uh, the all, Tao, uh, cosmic force, the force, life force, goddess, mother earth, guardian angel, mother nature, virgin of Guadalupe, like whatever, whatever works for you that's not you, um, just sort of this recognition that there's more than your current understanding of yourself, um, because you know there's probably an aspect of you that that's a whole that's a whole other thing that we don't want to get into, but just something to play with. That when you hear a word and you're like, I don't like that. Well, could you replace it with a word that you do like? And then what message do you get from it? Because again, you know, when you're talking to other people, you want to make sure that they're getting the message you intend for them to receive. Now, when it comes to you getting messages, you want to get the messages that you want to receive as soon as possible. So make it as easy as you can on yourself. Don't let the word God get in your way. Um, find words that let you get the messages from the universe, from source, uh, from Jesus, from whoever. Again, it's up to you how you want to, what words you want to use and the definitions you want to assign to it. Because um, this is your life. You get to make it how you want to have it. So just because somebody gave you a certain definition for a certain word, what the fuck did they know? Where did they get their definition? Where did they get their word? 
right? Like they probably got it from their parents or from their teacher or from their pastor and who knows where the hell they got it. So question these things and um, start trying some different answers out and you'll, you'll definitely know what works for you. Because um, if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to feel right. And what works for you, it's going to feel really good. So that's it. Um, so please find me on social media, Justin Wink, W-E-N-C-K.com. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, rate it five stars if you love it. If you don't, shoot me a note at, po- at uh, it's podcast at justinwink.com. Let me know what we could do better, what could be improved you got any show ideas and then follow us on the social media right there and uh have a good day